What's up, Survivor fans? We are back. We're back. Hey, guys. Yes, welcome back. It is season two of The Jury, an unofficial Survivor podcast. Mm -hmm. Did Uh, we just rebrand? We did rebrand so people can easily find us when they search Survivor. Bless. (laughs) Yes, rebranding. It's amazing. Uh, But anyways, yes, it is me, Mitch. I'm here again with my co-host, Benwit. Hello. Tanel Marshall. Hello. And of course, Bobblehead Jeff. <laughs> and Tammy. And Tam- Tammy. The spirit of Tammy is always with us. Always. Well, hey, Survivor fans, we are happy to be back. It is exciting. We are one week away from the newest season of Survivor, season 40, Winners at War. And it is going to be one heck of a season. I am super stoked. Uh, guys, why don't we just go ahead and just do like a quick life update? Where are we all at? It's been almost two months since we recorded a podcast session. It's crazy it's been that long, but it also feels like I can't believe there's already another season of Survivor coming I know, back. yeah. This break went really, really fast, honestly. It did, because we actually had intentions of getting together and like doing an episode, yes. but we didn't get to because we, we had, were busy. We had it was plan- a short break. We had plans for one, and it fell through. A lot yeah. of my so. friends are like up in arms because they're like, Survivor starts again? You can't, you're busy every Wednesday again? I'm like, I yes, know. I'm sorry, Survivor's my life priority. We're, we're dedicated. I mean, it doesn't, well, oh, you mean just watching on Wednesdays? I mean, I was thinking about recording. Well, yeah. we'll probably well, record on some Wednesdays too. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Whenever it works. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, what have you guys been up to? Uh, I bought a house. Yeah. That's yeah. like been everything of my life right now is just closing out a house and now that we have it, getting it ready to be lived in. Nice. So it's That's been amazing. fun. And watch Survivor in. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. So good. Um, I have been busy being awesome and living life and planning a trip to Puerto Rico. Nice. I love Puerto Rico. We're going to have to talk about that later. Uh, I have been in a show that just opened last weekend. And so I finally don't have rehearsals every single night anymore. So when you say a show to the people who don't know you that well, yeah. what does that mean? Oh, hey, I do theater and everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we just opened a show uh, around the world in 80 days at Lakeshore Players in White Bear, Minnesota. It's really great. Buy tickets. Nice. Um, oh, quick plug. Yeah, I know. Quick plug. Shameless. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so you just opened that. Um, and it has been a long rehearsal process, so I'm glad we're finally doing it. Oh, yeah, you started rehearsing, like, right when we were wrapping up our last yeah, season so of The Jury, as right? the fi- As the last season was wrapping up, I had already started rehearsal process. Oh, so, yeah, so, so I didn't really get a been. break. Yeah. So, oh. anyways, that's why we didn't do any in-between season content like we said we would. But, hey... Maybe we'll do some bonus stuff during this season. Who knows? You never know. (laughs) Yes. We might have some surprises or something. Ooh. Foreshadowing. Possibly. Possibly. All right. A tease. (laughs) Ben Witt, a tease. (laughs) Okay, anyways. Anyway, next. That's what they called me back in kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Oh, Rachel, can you attest that? She didn't know me in kindergarten. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. All right. Anyway. 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 Hey, folks, Thank we're going to get started today. We're going to get our heads back in the survivor mindset because it's been a while. And so I created a fun game that we're going to play now. A game? A game. Sweet. Game. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Also, I'm nervous, actually, with the what? way you describe this. Why are you nervous? Because I want to be good at it. No, it's a great game. Yeah. Okay. Well, well this win. is the fun part. This is going to be an interactive game with all of our listeners. And this game is called... Who played it better? So, the rules for this game is that I have come up with different hypothetical situations that you could find yourself in in Survivor. So, we are going to go through. I'm going to read a few different situations. I'm going to give the details of them. And then, the game part of it is that Ben and Tanel are going to give us what they would do in those situations. And this is where you come in, the listeners... You all get to vote on our Instagram page after the episode airs for who you think played it better. Mm-hmm. So you all will be the deciding factors of who really did play it better, hmm. Ben or Tanel. Interesting. Stress. Yes. Did you get to read these in advance, by the way, Ben? Uh, I was ripping out tax strip, but I read the first three sentences. Okay. Ha-ha. So wow. I read, okay, great. Sounds I good. read this is none good. of it. So oh, this wow. So, so, Mitch, this is going to go super well. I spent, and I know you're very proud of us. I spent several hours this afternoon planning for today, and 
Do you I'm want us kidding, to pause it? I'm so, so we can sorry. No, crack. we're just going to give it to you straight, okay? Okay, it's fine. Okay. You're yes. ready for it. Yes, we might pause and give you guys a moment to think, but I'll just okay. read it now, okay? Okay. Yes. Sweet. We can play that Jeopardy music in the middle if Ooh. we're like stuck. It's the There's probably copyright for that. Well, yeah. something now we like can... it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, here we go. Our first situation. Okay. It's the first night of tribal council. Mm-hmm. The challenge was a blowout. There are 10 members of your tribe, and you have connected with three other people so far to form an alliance of four. One of the members of your alliance was particularly weak in this challenge, and was one of the reasons you lost. Mm. It's still early. It is the first tribal council of the game. And most of the tribe seems bent on voting out that member of your alliance. Your four-person alliance is not a majority yet, but the other members of it are trying to plan a way to keep your alliance members safe tonight by targeting someone they think might be a big threat later on in the game. The other six members are not necessarily all in an alliance together, but everyone seems set on voting off your alliance member to keep the tribe strong. No one knows if there is an idol in play yet or not. What Mm. do you do? Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm going to give you guys, like, two minutes to think about it, so I'm going to pause this, we'll start up again, and we'll get your answers. Alright, we're back. They've had time to think. So, uh, who wanted to go first with their answer? Was it Ben or Tanel? I didn't want to, but I was told I was going first. So okay. I'm going first now. Sounds I good. I want to hear yours. So, I'll go first next so time. So, Ben. Yeah. Uh, also, just so the audience knows, uh, we're not going to say, like, oh, whatever they do works out at Tribal. We're yeah. just going to be voting on which strategy we thought was best. Mm-hmm. So there is no answer to, like, what happens at Tribal in this situation, okay? So this is completely on what do you do from you get done with the immunity challenge. Yeah. To going to tribal council. So I have three allies currently. Yes. And one of them was super weak. Yes. A real Karishima of the group. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so we, we were all hanging out, the four of us, talking, chatting, because yes. I, I feel like I would play a slightly social game. Um, I think the first thing we would do is I would try to branch out to the other six members and see how everyone's what everyone's thinking. What are we leaning towards that super weak person, and getting them out, and kind of weighing all those options. And then, if possible, I would try to get the other two members that is not the weak member to come with me and, and do some idol searching together really? and oh. try to see if we can find that idol without telling the weak person. Because if we can't find it. Then we still have the option of if we find out, oh my gosh, everyone's voting for the weakest link, we might as well just save ourselves and vote for the weakest link as well and mm. not not tell him or her who it is. Or if we can find an idol, then we can just give it to them, not only surprising the rest of the other six members, but also um, for future gameplay, you know, they'll remember that and sure. may may serve me. Or the rest, the rest of my alliance better in the future. All right, that's so, my thoughts. Sounds good. Interesting take. All right, I don't remember ever watching an opening episode where there's been an idol played too. Like that would be interesting to see. It would be crazy. Yeah, it if you be... could even find it, which that's I don't true. even know if that's even possible that early in the game. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. Tanel, okay. what is your idea? Now for well, something completely different. Well, it's. Uh... Maybe. Okay. Maybe a bit different. I did write this down before you said yours, so I'm committed to it. Perfect. Um, but I think my first approach would be to try to sway the weaker members, specifically the weakest members of the other six, hmm. and just say, do you want to vote with us? And I feel like socially I could use... I feel like I'm a pretty social person, and yeah. I think I could um, do that. I would specifically go to a weaker person and say hey, we need to target someone out of the six that's really strong. Mm. If we go in the direction of, like, we're going to target, like, the people who are weakest in the challenges, like, we vote them out, you're the next one. Mm. Like, and I would also just try to remind people that it's, like, we need to think maybe more ahead instead of more immediate, which is, like, old school survivors. Like, we think immediate and we think we want to keep our tribe strong so we win challenges, let's vote out the weak. Mm -hmm. But new school is let's vote out the... People who are the biggest threats right away. So that we can kind of bring the goats along. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Goat so army. I would try to do that. But if I couldn't get anyone to switch, if I had already committed to my four and felt really strongly about them, I would vote with them even if it was not the majority vote. 
And I know that would put me in jeopardy of possibly looking on the outside, but I would only commit to that being on the outside. I would only commit to that boat mm-hmm. in particular and then be like very open with people about like I'm not tied to them. Um and just being I don't want anyone on the six to see me as like a minority yeah. and not someone they can use, but I also don't want anyone in my four to see me as uncommitted and a flip flopper and backstabby mm. right away. Okay. No, yeah, definitely. So that's good. That's my approach. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Very cool. All right. Well, that is scenario number one. Scenario number two for tonight's uh, round of who played it better. Last night's tribal council did not go the way your alliance planned. Mm. And it's your fault. Mm. Last night, you voted against another member of your alliance after you heard that they had thrown your name around at camp while you were off on a reward. That doesn't sound like me. Just so you all know, this is post-merge. Okay. One of the tribe members who is not in your alliance let you know. Your alliance was in the majority at six to five. You have how you, however, voted with the five to vote out the member of your alliance. You are now in a place where your alliance doesn't trust you, including your closest ally who you left out of the loop. The alliances are now five and five. Luckily for you, you also have a hidden immunity idol that no one knows about. Hmm. What do you do moving forward that you think will put you in the best position to make it to the end? We're going to go ahead and pause it real quick, give these guys another second to think on this, and we will be right back. Okay, they've had a moment to think about it for this second scenario. Uh, Tanel, you get to go first this time, because Ben went first last time. Aha! All right, so Tanel, what, what would you do in this situation moving forward that you think would put you in the best position to make it to the end? Well, first of all, I will say... During our little break, the first thing I said to you was, I wouldn't do this, Ben. <laughs> yes, Tanel was very adamant about how she wouldn't vote out a member of her alliance yes. like that. <laughs> Although, unless, I will say, I would have done that if someone from the other tri- or the other alliance had come to me right before we were about to leave for tribal and yeah. said, your tribe is actually gunning for you. Mm. I might have, but it would have had to be someone who I really trusted because that would be such a technique to get to someone, get someone to flip. And yes. I don't know if I could do it because I would have to really, really trust them because it would be such an easy lie to get someone to flip and say your whole like no, alliance yeah. is gunning for you. No, yeah. And I guess yeah. the good detail just to point out here is all, all that was said was that this one member of your alliance threw your name out while you were gone on a, gone on a reward. Right. So it wasn't necessarily that the whole alliance was right. going for it. It was just this one member of your alliance was gunning for you. Right. So I probably so. wouldn't have acted on that. But if I for some reason had, <laughs> um, the first thing I would have done was talk to my closest ally, who I had apparently not talked to, um, and just explain to them. And this might be the only situation where I would lie and say something like, I found out really last minute or something like that. And I like really thought they were all Mm. voting for me. I would consider lying Mm. then, but also that would only be if I really needed to, because they were really having a hard time trusting me. Mm. I would also tell them about my idol to try to like gain trust. Yeah. Um, I know you think it's dumb to tell someone about their idol, but I maybe would. And then I would be all about admitting that it was a mistake even if it wasn't. And um, now that I'm on the middle, though, I would my goal would be to get my closest ally back on board. And then do we choose... I would choose whatever alliance was probably more of a goat army to go along with mm. so okay. that I could vote off the stronger people. Okay. So my chances of winning are higher. Interesting. Okay, cool. Okay. Ben, what was your strategy? Oh, boy. Tammy, what do you think? No, um, <laughs> I think so. As I, if I if I'm understanding the scenario correctly, yes. the person that told me that my name was thrown out there was someone who was not in my alliance. Yes, correct? they were part of the minority alliance. The person who told you that was in the minority alliance. Okay, so I definitely would want to speak with them more, but in an area or a space that no one else was gonna see us talking to each other. Yeah, and basically, I think. If there was a way to vet them and figure out exactly that they were actually wanting to form an alliance and they weren't trying to screw me over, I think I'd want to let them know about my hidden immunity idol 
but be sure that they know. I don't want anyone to know that we have an alliance. Mm. Um, I mm. want you to stay in your minority alliance. Don't, I mean, if, if some people are throwing out my name, go along with it. Let me know, obviously, but go along with it for <laughs> as long as we need to. And if you feel like you're in any danger or I hear your name, I'll let you use my immunity idol mm. as oh, well. True. So then, with since now it's tied 5-5, five, five, but I know that I have this other person in the, in the minority alliance basically in in the palm of my hand mm-hmm. and can control them so now it's become a majority on my side of things so i basically have six even though even my alliance and the other alliance doesn't know and then i would probably go back and do some fix up with my closest ally and explain my entire plan which really could backfire on me if they're <laughs> if they're really ticked off about yeah. me not telling them initially so that would probably be a few conversations, maybe a, a talk one-on-one at night with the weird night vision eyes where they sit and talk to each other and go, hey, man, it's okay. <laughs> like, it's going to be fine. This is this is what happened. And I don't know if I need to lie necessarily. I would try to play this game. I'm not trying to steal Tommy's gameplay or anything, but, like, I would try to play this game without lying as much as possible because I feel like that's where people get in trouble in this game is mm. they try to create unless they're really good at it <laughs> yeah. they try to create such a web and they get caught in it uh-huh. you know especially yeah. at the end of the game so yeah. i feel like that could put me in the best situation i'm not trying to copy tanel at all no uh, no they're okay. pretty different so tanel your your take on this one is basically try to rebuild your bond with that closest ally mm-hmm. try mm-hmm. to bend the fences there and everything mm-hmm. but willing to lie willing to lie for it yeah and ben you're pretty much saying you would talk to the one person who informed you yeah but you wouldn't like go all in on their whole five person alliance you would just stay connected with that one person correct initially right. yeah with the hopes that maybe their closest ally would be willing to yeah. join us and then we could have a you know start like a rogue yeah, thing yeah all right interesting yeah very cool sweet yeah. well folks Dang listeners it, I want to be on the show now <laughs> it is your turn to cast your vote yeah. you're the jury for this one let us know on our instagram we'll make a post about it later after the episode goes up let us know vote tell us who you thought played these scenarios better the first one where your tribe went to tribal count the first tribal council and one somebody in your alliance was the weak person who was then targeted and then the second one where you are stuck between your old alliance that you betrayed and this new potential alliance and what do you do let us know who you thought did it better tanel or ben and then also tell us what you would have done it'll always be interesting to hear that as well for sure and speaking of hearing from you Apparently, we have some treat mail from the off-season, so let's talk about it. Which was really kind of fun. Thanks for being engaged with us, even though we took some time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, a few things came up. Um, First was um, interesting. It was a Mitch was wrong. Yes, absolutely. We gotta talk about this. Honestly. Starting off the first episode of the new season with our favorite uh, little bit. Little segment. Mitch Mitch was was wrong. wrong. Yep. We're never going to get that. Yeah, we'll work on the harmonies. (laughs) Yes, we will. Um, So in our last season, Mitch mentioned at one point that JT Thomas was the only person who had ever played a perfect game and Ah. had gotten no votes. And recently I got a message from someone saying, hey, Nick Wilson's profile just went up. He's a contestant on this next season. And he said that he had never had a vote against him. Mitch was wrong. There's more person, more people that have played a perfect game. Well, we wanted to clarify, Mitch was sort of wrong, but also not. Because yeah. perfect game has different um, definitions. Yeah, Mitch, there, are different ways that, explain? there are different ways that people can describe it. The way I describe it is the winner of a perfect game is somebody who received no votes against them during the season and then received every single vote at the final tribal to win the million dollars. Mm-hmm. So... Where I was not wrong in the Nick Wilson thing, uh, Nick did not get every single vote for the million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so he might not have gotten a, a single vote against him, but he did not get every single vote to win. So technically, it was not a perfect game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cochran? Co- yes. This is where I was wrong. So JT Thomas played the first perfect game in Survivor Toka Teens. Um, he beat uh, Stephen Fishback. Uh, he... 
got all seven jury votes. He never received a vote at tribal council during the season. And this is something that some people also say is part of winning a perfect game is also winning the fan favorite award, Mm. which uh, he did actually. So not only did he not receive a vote, he then got every vote to win. He also won the fan favorite award, which they actually stopped doing. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. Aww. announce that anymore. Oh, they have, like, SIA awards, which is cool. Yeah, they have the SIA awards, which are really cool. <laughs> and even more money sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, so, the second one, John Cochran replicated this feat in Survivor Karamoan, where he received eight votes from the jury at the final tribal against his opponents, uh, and he did not have a single vote, ca- vote cast against him throughout the season. Uh, John uh Cochran, though, did not win the fan favorite award that season. That went to Malcolm Freeberg. Um, but I don't really include the fan favorite award for that. I basically look at it as just the gameplay. Um, so technically, Cochran, JT Thomas are the ones who have done it. Hmm. There's another little like asterisk when it comes to perfect games. Because it's vote. Some people say you never had a vote cast against you, or you never had a vote that counted against you. Mm. If you so, we have hidden immunity idols, mm-hmm. and if you play a hidden immunity idol, those votes don't count. Mm. They were technically still cast, but they don't count. Mm. So there is one other person who could potentially you could potentially say played a perfect game, mm. and that is Jeremy Collins, mm. winner of Survivor Cambodia or the Second Chance season. Mm. He is also on Winners at War. Mm. He won in a 10-0-0 final tribal vote over Spencer and Tasha. They did not receive any of the votes. However, Jeremy did have three votes cast against him on day 36, but they were voided by a hidden immunity idol. Oh, crazy. Okay. So technically the votes didn't count against him, but he still had votes cast against him. Okay. In my book... I count yeah. it where it's if you had votes cast against you, then it doesn't count. Okay. Because somebody still tried to vote you off. Right. Having the hidden immunity idol and playing it and getting them not to count, that's really, really cool. But to me, I think the only people who have really truly played a perfect game in this sense would be JT and Cochran. But anyways, yes, you were correct. I, I guess I was, I was wrong about the fact that JT was the only one who did it. Cochran also did it. Um, but they're different definitions. Look, JT and Cockers are the same. Mm-hmm. They both did it. But then the Collins one was a little different. And then Nick. the Nick one, he didn't get every vote, so it doesn't count as a perfect game. Got it. But anyways, good call out because that was really interesting to look up the very specifics of this. So yeah. Really. Yes. And then another one, and this goes into the next season, yeah. which we're going to dive into. And spoiler alert, which we haven't said, if you like don't want to know about... Winners, like, who's yeah. won what and whatnot. Um, stop now and go finish binging mm, yeah, for a week. Yeah, binge whatever season There's you're a, watching. We posted on Instagram. There's a post um, that says all of the seasons that the current contestants played and won, but it doesn't say who. So you could go at look at that list, yeah. pick a season, binge it. You'll get to the end, see the winner. They'll be on this next season, but it won't be spoiled for you at the beginning. Otherwise, this whole thing is going to be spoilers, so we're all just going to have to live with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so get used to it now. We are going to be talking about winners and their seasons. Right. So. And I'm dealing with it, everybody, so yeah. it's all going to be okay. If anybody's getting spoiled here, it's Ben. Seriously. Yeah. So. Ben, did you watch any seasons on the off-season? <sighs> Uh, no. You didn't. So you still... His life is crazy. The only season you've ever seen, technically, in full... Is season 39. Wow. Except... Where do you get the season number right? Thanks. (laughs) I I almost didn't. You almost didn't. I heard Um, it. It was really good. um, I said it really fast, just in case. Um, no, I I did... I watched... I forget which season it was, and I'm not even going to say it, so people can't... We can't start a segment called Ben is Wrong, but, um, the season Boston Rob actually... One, I watched a recap of his victory, so I guess I kind of binge-watched that season, and I'm mm-hmm. hoping to do that before it all gets going mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. with a couple other winners as well, if I can find videos like that. So, But yeah, yeah. this will be it. Okay. I have cool. season three on DVD if you want to borrow it. I just, I'd love to, but I 
can guarantee, almost guarantee it I wouldn't have time to watch that. Nah, that's thing, all right. Unfortunately. Well, yeah. Not committed, whatever. <sighs> wow. Sorry. Okay. Just kidding. Yeah. I should anyway. just leave the podcast. Chill. <laughs> no, no, this is why you're here. So, okay. Anyway, someone wrote in and said that they're predicting that Robin Amber will mm-hmm. be voted out early on. We said that before. If you don't know now, Boston Rob's going to be on the show again with yeah, his yeah. wife, Amber, who we met on season eight, All Stars. They got married. They have four kids. They're both going to be on it. They're predicting that they'll get voted out early. What do we think? Do you guys think they'll get voted out early? Who do you think will go first? Ben, you can go first if you want. Yeah, we'll get into this later, but I I really hope they don't get voted out early. And um, I hope that this... Because you're both on your fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We'll go over our fantasy draft yeah. later. Yeah, we'll talk about fantasy later. I, Ben's first you know picks. what? I, I feel like... <sighs> See, Boston Rob being a mentor i guess you could say in the last season is either gonna hurt him or help him and i don't know when they filmed this like if anyone knew sure. what his role was in island of the idols like any of the current like i believe they would have filmed it before island of the idols would have okay. premiered okay yeah. but, so but maybe people didn't but maybe know. didn't even know so yeah a lot so of the winners might not, might not have known it. about it that might not play into it like I'm thinking, mm-hmm, true. but I, I mean, I'm sure plenty of people will be gunning for yeah. one or both of them right away, mm-hmm. but also they have the advantage of being married and probably wanting to form an alliance and, and be for each other. So true. an instant alliance right there or talk about the ultimate power couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they'll do something crazy and Amber will try to throw him off right away knowing he's a very yeah. strong player. Yeah. Well, from what we know, they are not on the same tribes. Yeah. Which They're- is smart. Yes, it's probably really, really good that yeah. they're not. Um, otherwise, they'd be screwed. I honestly think people yeah. would go, go for them right away. Yeah, absolutely. Especially Sandra. Yeah. Well, I also feel like... It's <laughs> yeah, like, what do you think, know? I feel like whenever people see something be successful, everyone is all of a sudden very hyper-aware. Yeah. So, yes. like, people... As soon as, like, Robin and Amber, like, won... Or, like, Amber won season eight and Rob mm-hmm. was right up there with her. Now it's always been, like, oh, my gosh, power couples. we got to break those up. Like, anyone who, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, they'll always be for each other. So yep. um, I could see people being freaked out by it. But it's also, like, every single person in this season has played through so many different variables that maybe people mm-hmm. won't be threatened by that. I do think that Rob will probably get voted out first. Hmm. I think people will view him as a bigger threat. He's just played so many times, but and he's good in mm-hmm. this game. Yeah, yeah. And I personally, like, I'd like to see Amber. I'd like to know more about Amber. So I think yeah. it'd be cool to see her go further. Yeah. Um, Although I love Daddy Rob. So. I agree with what you guys. <laughs> I agree with what you guys say. I think Boston Rob would probably be the bigger target of the two. Yeah. However, I will say. They're either going to get voted out early or they're going to be in the end. Yeah. Like, I really I really do think. It's like they're either going to get voted out early or they're going to go far. Yeah. Um, just because of how good Rob is at playing this game. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how Amber plays the game this time around and how she deals with just the fact of how big of a threat Rob is all the time. Mm-hmm. So it will be interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah. I am also, like, kind of... We'll talk about this later. I'm also very interested to see how Sandra will be dealt with this time. Yeah. Because she's the only one who's won twice, but this time she's playing with everybody else who has won. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it'll just be... It'll be interesting to see if people view her as big of a threat this time around. Right. Or if not as much, since everybody else has won She too. might be my pick to go... To be the first voted off, actually. Really? Interesting. All right. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. And not by any fault of her own, but just people seeing her as such a large threat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With her, you know, the fact that she won two seasons. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. sure. Um, Was there another part to that question? Not really. No? No. Okay, cool. No, yeah. Boston, Rob, and Amber will be a very, very interesting part of this season. Mm -hmm. I will say, if they both go early, I will be very bummed. Yeah. I will be very upset. So will I. All right. Uh, Hey, let's go ahead. Let's take a break now. Let's come back. We'll talk about the season, the theme, all the crazy things that are going to be happening in it because there have been some announcements about it. And also, we're going to share some fun facts about some of the contestants who are coming up in this season. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Survivor fans. Thank you so much once again for listening to the Jury Podcast. We appreciate it. It means so much to us. 
and we are so thankful that we are back. It has been a boring two months uh, without Survivor and without all of you. So we are excited to get back into this. And hey, we just want to uh, say that if you are listening to us, whatever platform you listen on, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, wherever, uh, if you could just uh, follow this podcast, subscribe to it, however it works. Uh, And then also, if you have the time, leave us a review that would be so helpful to us. Uh, reviews are very, very helpful for us uh, if you're getting new listeners as well. Um, and then also, we don't really advertise this show at all on any platform. We basically spread it through our social medias and through word of mouth. And we would love it if you could help us out with that. If you know somebody else who's loved Survivor, um, introduce them to this podcast. That would be fantastic. Spread the word. Spread it on your social media. That would really really help us out as always you can follow us on uh, on instagram at the jury podcast Uh, that is where you can like all of our posts you will get updates about the show you will also be able to send us messages and respond to our instagram stories to be included in tree mail which is our segment where we include feedback and questions from you the listeners it's one of our favorite parts of the show so please go ahead check us out on instagram follow us uh we would love to see you on there Anyways, just want to say thanks once again. I'll let you get back to the rest of the episode. Bye. It's Monday. <laughs> it's a great way to start. All right, uh, we're back. Uh, Tanel, can we get a ding on the glass? Oh, yeah. Hey, nice. we forgot to do our tree mail sound effect, but there it is. <laughs> tree mail is uh, still haven't upgraded. Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, so, anyways, we're going to talk about the theme for this year Winners at War. Uh, oh. Like we talked about at the end of last season, we all kind of thought this season was going to happen. I always said I was bummed about it because I thought it would be the last season Survivor ever did. Mm. I'm feeling better now. I know I freaked out at the end of last season where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the last season. It's never going to happen again. Mm -hmm. I've pulled back from that. Good. I've stepped away from the ledge. It's good to have hope. Yes, I do have hope that this will not be the last season of Survivor. (laughs) Good. From everything I've been reading online, nobody is, like, reading into it about, it's like, oh, this is definitely the final season. So, that's a win. Um, But anyways, yeah, let's talk about it. Survivor, winners at war, all former winners Mm -hmm. are coming back. Some of the the favorite winners, some of the most dominant players. I just want to give you guys all some interesting facts that I came up with as I was looking at the list of contestants and everything. Perfect. So I'm just going to go ahead and read through some of these because I think some of these are actually quite fascinating. So out of all the winners who have come back for Winners at War, 11 of the 20 players have only ever played one time. So 11 of the 20 have never been voted off ever. Uh, Then we have... um, Several players who have played twice. That's Sarah, Amber, Jeremy, Tony, and Ethan. They have played twice. Hmm. Then you have several players who have played three times. Tyson, Sandra, and Parvati are all players who have played three times. Hmm. And, of course, Boston Rob has played four times. Wow. Yeah, so Boston Rob has played the most. And, of course, Rob and Sandra did come back to be, to, uh, be mentors. Uh, in Island of the Idols. Uh, just some interesting things for us. Amber, she played originally in Season 2. She did not win, but she played in Season 2. When she played, she was one of the youngest people in the game. Uh, now she will actually be one of the oldest players in the game. Ethan is the earliest winner, as he was the winner of Season 3 Africa. And the most recent winner is Nick Wilson, who won Season 37, David versus Goliath. And, of course, Sandra is the only person to win twice. Mm. And also, just interestingly, it took Boston Rob four tries to get his first win. Hmm. Yeah, which, when you think about how incredible, like, Boston Rob is as a player, it's kind of crazy to think it took him, like, four tries to win. Mm -hmm. It's a really hard game. It is. Also, another little cool fun fact, players who have made it to the finals twice. Uh, Of course, Sandra Diaz, she made it twice and won twice. But also, Boston Rob and Parvati made it twice mm. as well. And then also, this is just another interesting thing. I wanted to check it out because they've got winners from so many different seasons going all the way back to season three with Ethan. I wanted to check and see how many of the winners that are on this season actually played in seasons where there were not Hidden Immunity Idols. Hidden Immunity Idols started in season 11 with the Guatemala season. Mm. So there were only two players... For, for this season, who never had to deal with Hidden Immunity Idols. And that is Ethan and Amber. Interesting. Yeah. So, 
Just some interesting uh, facts for you all there. I thought were pretty cool. Yeah, um, But yeah, so let's talk a little bit more about this season. Some of the twists that are going into it. Yeah. The, one of the biggest ones being the return of Edge of Extinction. Uh, yes. And if you have listened to this <laughs> podcast, you know two things. First, Ben has no idea what Edge of Extinction is. Yes. <laughs> and the second is me and Tanel are not huge fans. I will explain Edge of Extinction for you. Yes, please do. And for everyone else who doesn't know what it is. I'm all ears. It started on season 38, which was called Edge of Extinction, was the name of that season. (laughs) (laughs) And um, basically, someone will get voted out. And as they're walking out, they think they're going to see the doctor who will weigh them and then send them to a spa where they'll eat lobster mac and cheese or whatever. But they they take their torch that is snuffed and they're walking out. And um, actually, they, they, don't, they don't take their torch. I'm okay. sorry. I was just thinking. This no, I was wrong. I was wrong. No, so they, they're they on this path and they come to this, like, this sign that's basically like, oh, if you want to go home, go to the right. But if you want to stay in the game or, like, get another shot, take this torch and go get what? in this boat. And so they didn't know. And so they would go, like, people who wanted to stay took the torch and went in the boat and they went to this island called Edge of Extinction and it's like desolate. There's like nothing there. There's literally a shipwreck on the like on that island. Crazy. And um they basically just like waited there for their chance to get back in the game. Mm-hmm. And um the people playing had no idea Edge of Extinction existed until like a ways into the game when there was a challenge and all these Edge of Extinction people came back what? and showed up at the challenge and they got to compete to get back in the game. Yeah. Jeez. And do I say what happened with the end of the season? I don't want to spoil it. I think we've it. talked about it I think before. we have talked about it. Basically, so the guy who... Alert. Spoiler The guy who won that season was like one of the first Chris Underwood, people... Yeah. yeah. One of the first people voted out. Okay. And he ended up at Edge of, Edge of Extinction. He got back in the game very far at the end. He only was yeah. technically in the game for like 10 days or something like that. Huh. And he ended up winning because he pulled like a few ridiculous moves right at the end. Okay. And the other two were kind of just like goats, I would say, to a degree at the end. Um, yeah. But it was just really disappointing because it was like you wanted someone to win who like you knew a little bit more about. You know, okay. he only played 10 days. Yeah. I mean, he was on edge of extinction suffering still, but yeah. sorry, that was a long explanation. No, no, no. it makes a lot. Strong feelings about edge of extinction. I understand. <laughs> so, yeah. So when they were at edge of extinction, if they went over to this like broken down, like shipwrecked thing, they could like raise the white flag on the mast and they could exit the game. And a few okay. people did that. Two people did. Everybody originally made the decision to go, but two people left. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also had the chances to win advantages mm-hmm. on while they were on the wasn't edge of extinction as well. Of them, I think they did like maybe two or three or something like that. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a lot. Yeah. Um, but this year, I think, even though I really did not like Edge of Extinction, yeah, it has the potential to be better. Right, and I think that's like it has to be because otherwise, I feel like. They wouldn't have done it again. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that they are doing it again because I think they're like, well, these are all really well-known players that people want to see a lot of. Like, yeah. if we do Edge of Extinction, they'll get to see more of these players throughout the game, even if they're voted out. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of really smart. No, yeah. It was one of the, like, when they announced it and they announced that they were doing it, I was like, oh, that's really good because mm-hmm. it would be a huge bummer to bring back so many of these people that fans love, mm-hmm. and then to not have them around for the entire game right. would be, like, mm-hmm. a huge bummer. Right. Is the winner of Edge of Extinction in this season? No. No. He is okay. not. Okay. No. no. All right. Which, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that is kind of odd. It would but, have been nice to give him another chance to be, like, really prove that you yeah. deserve yeah. this, but... I, f- I feel like it, it has to be better in this scenario because they're all former winners, I feel like. Yeah, they're all people that people actually really like and care about. If someone about. comes back, it won't be as, like, annoying or like, oh, you didn't you didn't earn this. Right, like, it's like everyone knows they have earned yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know, that's just my thought, but again, we'll have to see how the whole season unfolds, because who knows? And it'll be interesting to see if they change when people come back in, Yeah. and how, like, frequently. Yeah. Because, yeah, they did one, like, relatively midway through the season, when Rick Devins got voted out and he got back in, Mm -hmm. and then they did Chris, 
right at the end. Well, yeah, wasn't it like seven? There were like it was like seven, seven or, or six. six or something like that. So he yeah. came back like super late. Okay. Which I think was what everybody was worried about in that season. Was there like, oh, somebody's going to come in like way at the end and win. And it's not yeah. going to really mean anything. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Granted, he like... He did, like, basically, like, clean house at the end. Like, when he came back in, he basically dominated the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, he okay. really did. So, it was good. It was good moves, but it just wasn't... It still felt like it kind of got cheated. Yeah. So. Totally. That's fair. But I think also Edge of Extinction, and maybe this is a transition, unless there's other things you want to say, no. will be more interesting with this new element they're adding. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's the transition. Cool. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about fire Thanks. tokens. <laughs> Because that's how transitions work. Yes. Uh, By saying that it's a transition. Yes. Uh, if you remember watching the trailer for Winners at War when they first started, oh yeah, you saw the weird things that are called fire tokens, and we were all like, oh my gosh, what the heck are those? Well, we're going to talk about fire tokens, how they play into Edge of Extinction, and just kind of how they are really the next big development in the game. Um, and basically... I'm just going to kind of go over some stuff that Jeff talked about in an interview with EW.com, hmm. just kind of giving us all a little bit of a better idea of what fire tokens are when we were going in. Basically, the way fire tokens are going to be working is they're actually going to be a currency that players can actually use in the game. Okay. So the way it works is that every player comes in to the game, they all have one token. As players get voted out, they have to then will or bequeath their token to a player who is still in the game when they head to Edge of Extinction. Hmm. So as you head to Edge of Extinction, you give up your power, to- your fire token to a player. Hmm. Then the way it works is that on Edge of Extinction, yeah. they will have the opportunities to get advantages, which don't do you any good on Edge of Extinction, but are very valuable in the game. Okay. So then what will happen is players who are in the game still will have the opportunity to buy advantages from people on edge of extinction and then i suppose if those people got voted back in they could use the fire tokens when they get back into the game good question this is where this is where it comes into play on edge of extinction the fire tokens can be used on edge of extinction to buy advantages for the get back in the game challenge that they do oh yes so you know an edge of extinction to get back into the game you have to win a challenge yeah they will be using the fire tokens that they're earning by selling these advantages to people in the game to get advantages to help them in the challenge to get back in. Uh, okay. Yes. And the cool part is, as the game continues, you don't really know who still has fire tokens and who doesn't. Okay. Because you don't know who's being gifted fire tokens. You don't know where they're going. And so this is the cool part. They are, all these deals are being done completely in secret. So what will happen is they'll send an advantage to somebody in the game and it says this advantage is power and it costs this many tokens. You have until sundown for pay for, to pay for it. If you don't pay for it, the advantage just goes away. Okay. Yes. Interesting. And no deal is done. So as the game gets deeper and everything, like the advantages become more valuable, but you also have to like be, you don't know who has the tokens and who has all that stuff. So mm. you and like people, I think the way it works is people are going to be able to like maybe pool tokens. They'll be able to borrow things. They'll share stuff like that. So it's very like supply and demand ish. So it's very, very similar to like what real society is, is like. Cool. Yeah. So like if you're on edge of extinction and you have this advantage and you really want to make sure that you get enough tokens to buy an advantage for the get back in game yep. then you want to make sure that you target the right person and you set like a good amount on your advantage to be able to get it but you also want to make sure that you're not charging like too much to where they're not going to do the deal yeah wow. and yeah it sounds like the advantage does not go back to you it's just like gone whoa yeah Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see how that happens. Yeah, so that'll be, like, super, super interesting. It's going to be a crazy new wrinkle. I yeah. hope it doesn't backfire on them and, like, Edge of Extinction did in, like, the original yeah. se- season of it. Like, I hope it, like, it adds to the game. It doesn't yeah. take away. I, I, don't, I don't foresee it taking away anything, but one thing is, like, how are we going to keep track of everyone's capital? Like, how... How much money well, everyone has? Tally. That'll be really like, interesting. We'll are they going to have it like hovering over their like 
over the people. Like, they're just going to have... It'll like, be, like, some... their name, occupation, what season they want, and how many fire tokens they that have. That's true, be because cause they usually they usually mention if they have a hidden immunity idol yeah. in that little yeah. thing. So they'll probably put it there. Yeah. But that this will be good, because this, I think, will also give us a new level to our Survivor Fantasy League, too. Uh-huh. Is fire tokens, points that they get from that kind of stuff and everything. So Ooh. that could be really interesting. Yeah, like, fire tokens played... Also, we have to figure out how to do fantasy points with Edge of Extinction now. Oh, boy. That'll be fun. This is... <laughs> yeah. Oh Should we God. talk about our fantasy teams? Uh, well, let's just figure out real quick. Oh, also, I do want to say one more thing. Yeah. The tribe can also pool their tokens to purchase different things, like foods, I- food items, and uh, or advantages by presenting them at any challenge. Interesting. Cool. So, like, they can buy things like... A tarp. Coffee, or like a tarp, or rice, or like, who Beans. knows, like comfort items, or like fishing equipment, who knows what it'll be. Oh my gosh, if I'm out on an island starving and someone's like, let's buy coffee, I'm going to throw yes. them in the ocean. Yes. Oh boy. And so I think one of the cool things is going to be figuring out, will the fire tokens be successful, and will they keep them after this season? Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. Because yep. I could see it being a really cool thing where it really only works with Edge of Extinction mm-hmm. and they'll just do it this one time. Mm-hmm. But like if it's like a thing that continues, then all of a sudden like what do we do with hidden immunity idols? Right. Is the hidden immunity idol gone? I feel like one of the survivor gods really likes Edge of Extinction and so they're trying to like, <laughs> they're trying to make trying, it work. Like they they, they, they I like need to prove that I was yeah. wrong and I can do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who oh knows? Gosh. Or maybe Jeff really likes it. He was like, "That was my favorite season ever. Let's bring it back." Uh, I don't know, Jeff. If that's your favorite season, let us know. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah, yeah. It is interesting because I do remember when they did Blood versus Water the first time. It was so cool, and then they did it a second time, and it was super boring. And they did it literally like two seasons later. They did, they did Blood versus Water some other season, and then Blood versus Water again. Okay. And the second one was not as fun, and okay. they haven't touched it since. So yeah, we'll see. And I, they were, I think the benefit the Edge of Extinction had was that there were really good people on that show on that season. Mm. Yeah, that's true. It was just we didn't like the Edge of Extinction part of it. And the little I know of Survivor, it really seems like seasons live and die on the castaways. More, more than yeah, the that's, actual theme. that's pretty true. It's really more about who they get rather than necessarily the themes all the time. Yeah, I would say that's true. Yeah. Although, Edge of Extinction is the close on dancing around that line, I would say. Mm. Yeah. They had some good people, but like even if they had had the best people, yeah. I don't know if I would have loved it still. Yeah, I think it's mainly because of the result, right? Yeah. At least that's the way it is for me. But Maybe. Anyways. Sure. Yes. I'm excited. I'm going to say right now, I think Edge of Extinction will be better this season. I think Fire Tokens will be really, really interesting. I don't think they're going to become a staple of Survivor, though. Okay. Okay. That's your prediction? That's my prediction. Good. What do you guys say? I... Oh, I don't have a strong I think... opinion on this. <laughs> okay. I think they'll Can use I... them again, but I don't know if it'll be a forever thing. Yeah. Okay, I don't think it'll be oh. a one and done. Okay. I think it could, could come back in. I feel like they okay. would use fire tokens much more readily than they would bring Edge of Extinction like into like every season. That's just a given now. Like mm. I feel like mm. tokens tokens will will, uh, will stay as yeah. opposed to Edge of Extinction because yeah. I feel like it's something yeah. they're trying to like add a new wrinkle into the game. And right. I, I feel like it would add to it. Absolutely. Good answers. All of them different. Yes. Nice. I like it when we're all different. All right. So let's go ahead and let's talk the fantasy survivor draft. Yes. So last season we did do the draft live. We're not going to do that. It took a long time. It took too long and we were all like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, we had no idea what we were doing. We did it already. And we know you're all happy that we're not putting you through listening to us go, hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So yes. we're going to keep it a little bit shorter and then talk <laughs> about who's on our team and then a little bit about like why we chose a few of the people we chose. Yes. So do we each want to talk about ours or do you want me to read all of our teams and then we can each individually talk about our favorites? No, let's just each do our own. Okay. So yeah. Ben went first this year because he did. was last in Survivor Fantasy last season. Because mm-hmm. I suck, I'm going to go first. <laughs> no. no. Hey, that's the way football works. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you're right. Okay. And other sports too. Okay, so Ben... So just read off what you got and then Wait, pick who's like... Wait, Ben? You're Ben. No. 
Um, so first pick was Tammy. No. Yep. Oh uh, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Wow, there's been way too many Tammy references this episode. I'm sorry, guys. Nah, so my first sorry. pick was Boston Rob. Second pick was Amber. Then Tony, Ben, Michelle, Sophie, and Danny. Yes. Um, and just a couple people. I picked Ben because his name is Ben. Yes. <laughs> Which, um, just real quick, this is, there's going to be spoilers in this segment. Yep, sorry, so, everybody. More. Ben is the winner of Survivor Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers, which was wow. season 35. Mm-hmm. Beautiful season. I, I loved it. I love Ben. He was awesome. He was really, really good. I'm glad. I can't wait to see what he does in this season. Um, I also picked Boston Rob and Amber because they're married and it's cute, but also I think um, Boston Rob is a really strong player, and I'm really hoping that he doesn't get voted off early, and Amber also is a good player and won't get voted off early. Um, and Tony, I recognized from one commercial I saw for Survivor way back when he probably won, which we can look up. Yes. Tony won Survivor Kagayan, uh, season 28. And okay. then he was also on Game Changers, season 34. Yeah, I just recognized his face, and I was like, that guy, I know him. Anthony. Yes. Yep. Um, cool. That Those are my picks. Tony is the person who made Spy Shacks. Oh, he made yeah. Spy Shack so he could listen to people talk without them realizing he was there. That was really funny. Honestly. Tony was probably like the most paranoid person to ever win. He, that's, yeah, that's kind of scary. He was kind of oh, scary. He is kind of scary. He is well, scary. But he's very interesting. He's very interesting. Yeah. This will be yeah. very fun. I'm cool. <laughs> this season. All right. Next we have Mitch. Yes. So I went second, uh, and I'm very excited about my team. Uh, I have Parvati, Ethan, Wendell, Sandra, Jeremy, Sarah, and Adam. Uh, and so I guess just to kind of go through my top two picks, uh, my first pick was Parvati. Uh, she's played three times, Cook Islands. Uh, she won Survivor Fans vs. Favorites, the famous Black Widow Alliance. Uh, and then she also played in Survivor Heroes vs. Villains, where she did make it to the finals again. Yep, Yes, she plays second. Uh, I picked Parvati because I think she is really, really good at Survivor. She's super strategic. She's really good at manipulating people. And I think when you're playing with a bunch of winners, that's something that you're going to have to be able to do. Hmm. Um, And I think she also just doesn't necessarily have the biggest target anymore. Hmm. I know she was always kind of seen as somebody who had to have a big target. But I think now with like... Boston Rob and Amber and Sandra. Uh, I think there are just a lot of other people who probably might be seen as bigger targets. Uh, and then I went with Ethan as my second pick. Survivor Season 3, Africa. Ethan's just one of my all-time favorite winners. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's a super mm-hmm. cool guy, super nice. And I would love to see a very classic old school survivor person go very far. Yeah, that'd be great. Yes, it would yeah. be very very cool to see him do it. Not all. to digress at all, but that I was going to mention earlier. That will be really interesting to see if like the new era survivor tactics are used more than old era mm-hmm. with all these past winners and like mm-hmm. like see what type of gameplay is more common yeah. with this. I don't know. That sure. it would be interesting. Fascinating. For sure. All right. Uh, Last but not least. I think that's, yeah, that's all I'm going to talk about. Go ahead. Okay. Although, I do have Sandra on my team. Go queen. Oh, <laughs> Sandra. Okay, well, so I volunteered as tribute because I was, toss, toss, the winner of last season's fantasy draft. For everybody wondering why she said toss, toss, Tanel definitely tossed both sides of her hair back with her hands <laughs> as she said that. I'm yes. sorry. No, it's all right. You won. You deserve it. You so can blow it if you want. I had to be the person who only gets six people, and I got to draw third. So it's fine because I still planned to win. Um, hopefully. <laughs> I'm just being sassy. I'm sorry. So, no. okay. I really wanted to pick Parvati and Mitch stole her from me. But <laughs> I honestly was having a hard time deciding because I really, really, really love Natalie. Yes. And so it actually made it almost easier when you pick Parvati because then I knew I could go with Natalie first because I didn't want anyone else to have her. Yeah. Um, she was in Blood versus Water. Yep, winner of that she, one. She won that. Um, her sister, her twin, not twin, maybe twin sister, was the first one voted out, um, and she ended up not getting voted out at all. She won. Winning, yeah. And she's super cool and interesting. She's a woman, 
Um, I just would love to see her do well. Um, I also picked Nick. Oh, I love from Nick. From one of my favorite seasons. If you haven't seen David versus Goliath, seriously, it's go so see good. It. Oh, it's so out. good. He's, that one in Ghost Island. Oh, he's a country bumpkin, and he was <laughs> he was a uh, David. Um, yep. So kind of an underdog, sort of, and he came back. He won. He got no votes against him throughout the game. He was awesome. Um, sorry, I didn't list all of them. So those are my first two, Natalie and Nick. And then I picked Yule. Old school, love you. Yep. Kim picked that one for my girl, Allie, because that's her favorite. And Tyson and Denise. And I will say I know zero things about Denise. And I don't know that much about Yule either, but I'm really excited to have them. Uh, Denise uh-huh. was the winner of Survivor Philippines season twenty five. Cool. Yep. What was the was there a theme to that one or? No, it was just Survivor Philippines. Okay. Back then, the theme was where they <laughs> where they shot the season. Okay. That was the theme back in the day. Got it. Well, I kind of like that. Yeah. So yeah. Did you miss it. As a kid, the coolest part of Survivor was all the crazy places they went mm. and like the challenges. Yeah, because it was a it was like an adventure. Yeah, yeah. the but strategy what was like. Country, am I gonna go visit? It's yeah, true. totally. Yeah, no, that was the cool part. But no, oh, yeah. So, so there it is. That is our Survivor breakdown. Uh, I think what we're gonna do is I might come up with a list of how we're going to do the rules for this season, and then we might post it on our Instagram later after this episode airs mm-hmm. just so that way if anybody else wants to do a survivor draft which yeah. i encourage you guys to do because it was honestly really fun last year Absolutely. i really enjoyed that part yeah i'm still super pissed i lost because uh, <laughs> i was literally winning the entire season up until the last like two episodes um but i definitely encourage you to do it we'll post our list of rules and everything at some point so you guys can see it and do your own draft with your friends and also tell us who you would want on your survivor team mm-hmm. we'd love to know mm-hmm. but anyways yeah that's it that's it for our Before the Island episode this Here year. Here we go. Yeah. We're excited. It is good to be back, you guys. Absolutely. It is. It's good I've to be missed back. you all. I've missed you guys. Missed you. Hmm. Wow. Aww. So much love. Yes, Survivor's indeed. family. Survivor's family. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Hashtag that. Uh, all right, y'all. Well, that is it. We will be posting this episode later in the week, and yeah. then we will be... You'll be hearing from us again after yeah. the premiere. Every oh, we we gotta do our we have to do our picks for who we think are gonna be the first two voted out. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a two hour premiere. Oh my gosh, you're right. Shoot. Two hour premiere, yeah, we gotta okay. do two. Okay guys, what do you Shoot. think? Do we need to pause it for a second, or can you guys nah. make some fast decisions? Tanel, do you know who? Uh, well, I was asking you first so that I can okay, think so of that you can think so. all right, yeah. But no, I can mm, I can think of it. Um hmm. Let's should we pause? Do you wanna pause? Uh yeah, we're gonna pause just a second. Not to we'll put some fun music in there. See you in a second. Okay, we're back. Here's what we're gonna do. We're all gonna give our two picks for who's getting voted out first. And then we also do have to pick our person we think is gonna win um the whole season. So for me, my two picks, I think Tony is gonna be one of the first ones out. I also think Denise is gonna be one of the first ones out. Um why you hate that? I don't know. Why are you hating on Tony? I'm picking Denise because I remember nothing about her. So I'm just going to pick Denise because she's Valid. the only one I don't feel bad about if she gets voted out. Uh-huh. Sorry, Denise. Um, then I think for the person who I am going to pick to win, I, man, part of me really wants to say Ethan. It's I'm torn between Ethan and Parvati. Do you need to think about it? I'm going to go with Parvati. Okay. I'll pick Parvati. Parvati is my pick. Cool. Cool. All right. Who's next? Me. All right. Go, Ben. I think first two people voted out in no particular order will be Sandra and Adam. Oh, Oh, wow. Just going after my team, huh? You know, not intentionally. Those just happen to be the people I think... That's um, that's Sarah, not Sandra. That's okay. Oh, we're, we're just, an idiot. For, yeah, we're just making notes right now, people, so no worries. <laughs> um, anyway, I think the winner... No, what is that? Anyway. Sorry. Sorry. The winner, in my opinion, I hope, will be Amber, actually. Oh. Nice. I would like to see cool. Amber win it. And I feel like... Yeah. Yep. That's good. Yep. I like it. Cool. 
Um, okay, so my votes for going out were going to be Tony also. And then I was going to pick Danny. I don't know anything about Danny. Okay. She just scared me a little bit. I don't know. There you go. She looked very vicious in her picture, and maybe she's, like, a nice person, but I was just, like, based on her picture, doesn't seem trustworthy. And that's half the battle. Yeah. Based on the Winner of season 11. So, we'll see. Um, And then my overall winner, I'm going to go with Natalie. Um, I just love her. I think I want a girl to win. And... Yeah, okay. that's where I'm at. Perfect. Yep. Cool. That's All right. What we got. All right. There we go. There are our picks. Yes. How do we end these things usually? Uh, we just say. I, I usually say, "Well, that's it. We'll see you next week." And Tanel says bye, and then you say bye. Yeah. But you say it like weird. Oh and, yeah. And then Tanel's laugh. And then usually you say something else, and then I say, "Okay," and just shut it off real quick. Oh, thanks for the reminder. Let's do it now. Well, hey everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Oh, <laughs> and there it is. The jury. Outwit. Outplay. Outpodcast.